Welcome to the Joy Bruce Audio Podcast. Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce is a blessed daughter of Bishop Dyke Ward Mills and the pastor of the First Love Church, Adiasi. These messages contain practical wisdom that will transform you and provide focus and direction for your life. Listen and be blessed as she shares with you wisdom from the Word of God. Lord, we thank you because there is no name that is above the name of Jesus. There is no problem in this house that God cannot solve. There is no situation, Lord, that is over you, that you are over and above all. And your word says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven, things on earth, and things under the earth. And so this Sunday, we declare that every issue that stands before your children, it has bowed in Jesus name be it academic be it physical be it moral be it financial whatever it is the name of it it cannot be higher than the name of Jesus and this afternoon it bows to that name Lord we are grateful thank you for reassuring us and convincing us and helping us in Jesus name Amen take your seat Wow. Hallelujah. Please ask your neighbor, eh, exactly who are you today? Because some people who I knew were Ghanaians, they say they are from, eh, where was it? Rwanda, eh? Uh, the last thing I knew. <laughs> some people I knew that they were from Asankagwa here, no. But they have tied their head and they say they are from somewhere. Some people do I know that they are from home? But they have gone to wear some dress and they say that they are from Johannesburg. So please ask your neighbor, you two, you are from where? And please, if you are dressed like Pastor Sean, tell your neighbor, me, I'm from Kote, here. <laughs> Just here. You are also in the house and you are also welcome. Hallelujah. Are you glad that you are in church this morning? I'm also glad that you are here. Those of you who are continuing students, second year up, who've just returned to school, you are welcome. We dear, it's nice to see you. We have been here. Uh-huh. We dear, we have been here. Please, if you are in your first year, tell them that we have been here. Uh-huh. We have been here. They have just come. So they are rather the freshest. We dear. <laughs> Amen. Well, we're continuing to preach about the art of following. I think you should give the film stars a big hand also. Amen. As they are acting, they are just putting together the preaching on the topic that has gone in the weeks before. Hallelujah. Oh, you didn't recognize it? Yeah, they remind us of where we have been. Amen. And we've been talking about the art of following. We are following something, somebody. Yeah. And those of you who think that you are an original, your type has not come before, you are the most deluded of all of us. At least the rest of us, we know that. Yeah. Because you begin with something. If you are going to start to do a car today, you won't start from scratch. If you start from scratch, it's because you are a fool. If you are not a fool, you will look at what is there. Are you in the house? Yeah. That's what the Koreans and Japanese know that we, we don't know. Eh? That's why it's only now can tank cars come. We could have been manufacturing cars, da da da. But I remember when the Koreans and the Japanese started cars. We used to laugh. We used to laugh because the cars no Charlie. Tell anybody in Koyi. 
I remember some uncle of mine who went and bought a datsun, and my father looked at size and he laughed at him and said, This car that you are going to buy, he, it will finish now, no, it will spoil. I mean, what, what car is this? Datsun, from where? Who, who, is, who is that? Who, who is doing a datsun? But you see, what they were doing was copying. Are you with me? So at the time, it wasn't good. What they could copy was the outside. Then they had to import all the inside. But over time, they began to dismantle the insides that they had done and copy it and copy it and copy. Today, today, your generation, you don't even know what a Benz is. What you know is Toyota. Today, your, car, you, you, your generation, you don't know what a Peugeot is. Yeah. What you know is Nissan. Today, your generation, you don't know what a Renault is. Yeah. What you know is a Kia. Yeah. yeah. But the guys got there by copying. And today they have beaten their masters. Cry, they have collected them. Oh. Hey, my boy. Oh, the other, they have had to do something. They rather are now following those who follow them. What am I saying to you? Everything that we do, we copy from somewhere. The English you are speaking, you copied it. That's why if you are from somewhere, instead of saying English, you'll be saying English. Because you copied it. Yeah. It's only when your mind comes on and you say, okay, let me try and change. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. That you copy and then you better it. You copy and then you improve it. You copy and then you do something new. So it's just a natural law that is already existing. And that's why we're going back to the central scripture that we have had. This is our fourth week of Hebrews chapter 6. No, I was preaching four weeks before that on Hebrews chapter 6. So it's our eighth week on Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Are you there? Be ye not slothful. But what? Followers... Of who? Them who through what? Faith and patience inherited the promise. So God is saying that as for copy, I know that you are going to copy. You are going to copy somebody. Some of you, you see it in the film. You see, it, it, we are laughing, you know, but we are laughing at very serious things. There are people who came to the campus sane and sober, who don't go to class again because they are smoking. The people who they found and followed led them into smoking. Yeah, yeah. Are you there? There are some people, they were ordinary, okay people. But when they arrived, they met somebody and they started following. And for all my preaching, some of you have started following. (laughs) Oh, you know, the poor party, I just want to know how it is. You want to know how it is? That's how those before you, that's how they entered. I want to know how it is. There are some things in this life you shouldn't want to know how it is. You are now coming to drink tramadol to know how it is. We are watching you. Are there any pastoral? Amen. But it's because of following. And you see, every advertising company knows what I'm saying to you. Yeah. That's why they spend money to do the adverts. And that's why when they're advertising water, they know that water is not attractive. You can't even see anything. Then they'll go and drape a stupid woman over it. Because they know that ah, breast will make you look, hips will make you look, something will make you look. Then as you are looking, then the water is at the back. Shine your eye, shine your eye. Before you are aware, the next time you are going to buy water, you are going to look for the water that had the woman lying on it, as if the water, will, the woman will be added to the water. It's not. <laughs> they know the following, following, following. They know that you will follow. But that's why I thank God that we have a church. 
And it is our father who has told us, talk to them about following. That's for here. I tell them all the time, I don't have any original anything. None. Uh-huh. Are you there? Zero. Everything I preach. My father has preached it before. Several times. And I've also collected. It's like when you go and you have your mother's stew. You start with what she taught you. Then you decide that, oh, but there's some small other spice here. If I add some small masala, maybe it will make some different... So it's your, it is actually your mother's stew. Eh, it's my father's soup I have boiled. I've reboiled and I've brought it to KN USD. Yeah. But because of that, my foot is sure. My foot is very sure. Why is it sure? Because the person who I'm following, he has managed to start a church in a medical school and move it to a local place like Kolegono. Please, I'm a girl. I know Kolegono. Kolegono. But he has been there. And from there, he has managed to grow the church. The church's biggest problem is space. Yes, we can't gather in one place. You can't gather. That's why we have been divided into ten. So that by chance, as we are divided into ten, we can gather each piece. Even that one is now a problem. Yeah. So as I look at it, as I'm following, I can see that, ah, the person I'm following, this is what happened. This is what he did. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I need to say it well, because when you become an academic, some of you, as you have entered the university, what comes upon you, one of the demons moving about is called too known. Another one is called pride. So as you enter, pride and too known, one sits here and the other one sits here. Then when word of God is coming, then it will be blowing. So when the preaching is coming, you say, what word is this? When the thing is coming, don't do that. Before you are where you are a total uncircumcised Philistine. Hey! Uh, push your neighbor again and say, please, I hope it's not you they are talking to. But that's why I'm counseling you and saying that as you have come, here is the scripture about who you should follow. Those who through faith and patience have inherited the promises. That roommate of yours has not inherited anything. Ah. Can't you see it? I said, can you not see? As your hem is going higher because you are copying her. Nothing. So just learn who to copy. And we settled on Daniel. And we learned a few things about somebody who was walking in a place and it was as though even the environment had risen up against him. He couldn't do as he wanted. And that's exactly where we are now. That's exactly where we are now. If you are a Christian on the campus, you cannot do what you want. If you want to gather, unless machinations, permutations, combinations, and all kinds of things before you can even gather. Are you there? The same people who say that you are making noise. When somebody comes to blast their music that has neither tune nor words nor sense, they don't have anything to say. It's not a problem. And they are much louder than what any church would do. The same people who say don't be religious. When a certain religion that I don't want to mention the name of comes, they have nothing to say. They have nothing to say. So you better wise up and, be, and understand that as Daniel was in a hostile environment, we are also in a hostile environment. Understand it. Don't be fooled by the nice bed you have. Some of you, the room you have on campus is nicer than your house. It's true, it's true, it's true. Ah. Ah. I'm not saying it to disgrace you, it's just a reality. 
Yes, you have been sharing the one room, your mother and six of you. And as you have come, at least you are four. Ah. Is it not an improvement? <laughs> but don't let it fool you. You are at war and you are in a situation. Amen. And that's the situation we are trying to sort out and trying to guide ourselves so that we don't fall into a hole. And last week I shared with you that when Daniel discovered that his enemies were all around, he did what he had always done. He went to pray. He had some good prayer habits. And so this morning we are talking about what are those good prayer habits. Amen. What are some of them? Because last week I shared with you, I said, if you don't pray, certain things will happen to you. One of them is called happenstance. And I was very happy that in the film Stars play, they showed you somebody whose script had not been marked. He had an F. He said, ah, I learned, so it doesn't work. When you haven't learned, when they give you F, you thought you would have got D. When they give you F, he said, but when you know that, no, 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 no. I studied and I learned. He went to church. And you see, everything that we are saying, we have seen it before. Right here in this church. They were about to give somebody F. And a TA said, I saw the paper. I saw it. F in English. You see, when your only language is English and you get F, we have to wonder. <laughs> oh, you don't understand. You don't speak any other language. Uh-huh. So the only language that you speak is F. It's not likely that you get F. So, ah. They were about to write F and the TA was there. And the TA said, no, 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 no. I saw the paper. Who told me the story? The TA. So the person had to mount a search. Are you understanding what I'm saying? A search. The people in the class were 900. Search. The paper was not there. Said, no, but when we were marking, I saw the paper. And just because the person was sure that she saw the paper, she went and searched and searched and pulled it from somewhere. There were the marks. Another one right here. She came to testify. And that's why we take testimonies. Some of you, you have to start putting your testimonies together. This young lady, she was given, she told us the story last semester. She had what? She had 17. That was, those were the marks. You see, some marks, when you see the mark, it means you didn't even do a mid-term. So she said, no, no, no. I did mid-term. If my mid-term mark alone was used in poor, I wouldn't get the 17. When she went to check, check she told what was the situation. They said that they had not marked the paper. Are you there? I'm telling you life stories. Life stories. Hey. Hmm. Are you in the church? Yeah. And so this young lady went to pursue it and she had passed. Again, it was an A paper. It was she got seventy what? Seventy one. Are you here? And so the prayer habits really work and they really hit. So when Daniel realized that my enemies are about to triumph over me, he rather got up and decided, I'm going to pray as I have always prayed before. And so if we are to be followers of Daniel, we need to establish some good prayer habits. And last week I shared with you that he prayed a lot. He prayed a lot. You need to pray a lot. Amen. Some of you only pray when you are in trouble. It's an unfortunate habit. It's an unfortunate habit. Would you like to have a friend who you only see when they are in trouble? Hey, you mind me again. It's you I'm talking to, lah. <laughs> yeah. You only see the friend when she's hungry. 
when she sees that they have, you have come from home, or they have visited you from home, then she suddenly arrives in your room in the evening. Would you like such a friend? So why are you like that with God? He's also looking for a relationship with you. But it's only when you are in trouble that you pray. And honestly, most of the time, the prayers that you pray when you are in trouble, it doesn't even make sense. That's why the Bible says, let us come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of trouble. Come earlier. Come before. There's a time called the time of trouble. And when the time of trouble comes, honestly, sometimes even to pray doesn't come. That's why when a plane is doing like it's about to crash, most of the people can only say, Jesus, Jesus. You see, if you are even trying to make the way, it doesn't work. Hey. Hmm. Are you there? And so you need to pray a lot before time, beforehand, beforehand. Let's look at the scripture, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Grace is something that you have not paid for, something you don't merit. Just come there and come with boldness. Don't come shivering and trying to disappear under the ground. Some of you, I watch, I watch how you are in church and as if you want to disappear. Allow me to say it. Look, push your name and say, look, this is my house. Get it. Get this is my house. This is my house. You see, when you are in your house, eh, nobody can face you down. Please, I'm not saying disobey the people who are trying to get us to sit in rows. Then you, you take your chair, you say, this is my house. I want to sit. Then you take, no. But I think you understand what I'm trying to say. When you know that this is your place, there's a certain confidence with which you come. And a certain confidence with which you seat yourself in a place. Because you know that I belong here. And many of us, the thing that is taking our confidence away is the devil. He reminds you last night you were pornography. He reminds you last night you were jamming in a place where you shouldn't be. Hey, have you come to church today? Hey, you poor coming to church. <laughs> There's some laughter here when the devil laughs. It's very painful. Oh. Hmm. Your small confidence that you have, it will just leave you. But you see, I am not encouraging you to sin, but I'm saying that if you are a child of the house, then rather answer him because you are a prayer where he says, listen, the Bible says that if any man sin, he has an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And the same Bible says that every sin that I commit, when I ask for forgiveness, I've been forgiven. I'm right here. I've come. Yeah. I'm right here. I'm right here. And that is one of the things that praying a lot does for you. You are bold because you know the God with whom you, in whom you believe. Some of you have good fathers. You know that even when your good father is angry with you, when you come back, you open the door. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. You have a relationship with your father. You see that even when he's annoyed, his anger cries him here. Yeah, may I use it to distinguish between my children and those who are not my children? Because mm. when I'm angry, I can be fierce. <laughs> you see, can you hear them laughing? They're already laughing. They know that this fierceness, oh, let's go around the room. Let's just go around the church and come back. Asa, she'll forget. Oh, as for David, I've stopped talking to him, I think, every two or three days. <laughs> yeah. Have I ever been there? I said, I won't talk to you. I've forgotten. After I've sent the text, I said, oh, that is a child. That's the child. You like my mother is annoyed. Have you not seen that the mother will be beating the child? The child is still coming. Yeah. That's why David said, 
Even if you are slaying me, you know I'm coming to hold. And that's the boldness with which you come to God. And I'm saying pray a lot. Pray as you are walking. Some of you, you only know how to pray when you have time. It's a very good habit to pray when you have time. But I'm about to inform you that you have just entered into the phase of your life where your battle for time begins. And it lasts for life. Yeah, it lasts for life. You are always going to be struggling for time. If you are only going to wait for the times when you have three days to go away to pray, you are not about to pray. You are not about to pray. And that is why I'm saying pray a lot. Pray a lot. Pray a lot. As you are there, you are not doing anything. What are you praying about? You actually don't even know. But you are praying. Are you there? When you are relaxing, you are praying. When you are walking, you are praying. When you are sitting, you are praying. You are taking a shower, you are praying. Pray, said, because let us come to that throne of grace. And it will help you. Hallelujah. So it is a good habit to pray all the time. Amen. Now, if you are going to pray that praying, then you are going to need to pray in tongues. And some of you believe that tongues is something that was invented. Let me read the scriptures for you to tell you that Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who we follow, spoke about tongues. Mark chapter 16. I'm reading from verse 15. He said unto them, this is part of the Great Commission, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. Jesus wasn't saying anything dramatic. He was just saying that if you are a follower, these are the things you are entitled to. This is what you are entitled to. So why would you believe that I believe in the gospel and people must hear the gospel, but thanks, they don't believe. Why are you now dividing the thing according to what you like? What a shock. What a shock. Amen. Hey, Pastor, me, I believe, oh, but mm, this thanks to me, I don't believe. It's because you don't really know what it does for you. And so let us look at another scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 2. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him. Howbeit in the spirit, tell your neighbor, in the spirit, in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Verse 4. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. What's the scripture saying? It says, when you are speaking in tongues, you are sharing a secret with God. Nobody, including yourself, most of the time. Well, you can ask for interpretation. The gift of, it's also a gift. Yeah. But you are saying something to God. Now listen to me. When you are close to people, have you not seen that sometimes you want to say things that other people will not hear? I'm asking you a question. Some of you have parents who speak another language that you, the children, don't understand. <laughs> and sometimes you are right there. Then they switch into this. 
into this language. My mother and her sisters used to do that. I used to be so bored. Yeah. Because they had a certain language and we could speak the language. But that language, they also had a dimension of the language where they turned it back to France. And then they would speak it. And though we were speakers of the language, as they are doing this back to France, we are striving to understand. And we couldn't understand. And so right there, don't be talking, you know, planning on your head. You are right there. But you don't understand. And sometimes, child of God, you need to talk to God and the devil and even yourself. You don't know what you are asking. Are you this Okromaf? If you knew what you were asking. <laughs> are you here? You didn't know that in your prayer you were saying, Lord, I'm asking you to cover all my school fees until I finish my PhD. If you knew that's what you were asking, your Okroma. Hey, today I had some prayer time. Eh? I prayed, look, God will give me all my school fees. <laughs> some things you don't share it like that. Are you here? Yeah, I'm not saying that you cannot understand. Sometimes you can ask for interpretation. But the Bible says that you are speaking mysteries to God. Mysteries to God. You are saying something to God that he alone understands. The devil can be walking around. You see, he goes to and fro. How many of you remember the story in Job? The Bible says that the devil was, I mean, God was calling a meeting of his sons. He has called a meeting of the sons and the devil has also come. That's why you should understand that sometimes the devil comes to church. Hello? Yeah. And when God asks, so you, where are you coming from? What did he say? From walking to and fro in the earth. To and fro, going and coming. By chance, he'll find somebody to come and bring trouble. So as you are praying and he's going to and fro, as you are speaking in tongues, he can't understand what you are saying. Because if he understood what you were saying, he can prepare, uh, uh, remember it's a war. So if I understand that you are about to do something in a certain place, I can now organize and, and counter it. But he can't organize and counter because you were praying in tongues. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And I'm saying this, if you don't speak in tongues, it is not to make you feel inferior. I'm saying it for you to begin to desire it. Amen. Why? Because whatsoever things you desire, Matthew chapter 11 and verse 24, when you pray, believe that you shall receive it and you'll have it. So when you begin to desire it, another thing about tongues is that when you are praying in tongues, your mind is unfruitful. What does it mean that your mind is unfruitful? Your mind is not working because your mind is not needed. Your mind needs to be engaged in order for you to speak a language you don't you understand. But a language you do not understand, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit gives actions, gives you the ability to speak. Are you there? So your mind there is not working. And that is why you can be holding a book and reading. And you are reading. You are actually reading. But as you are reading, are you there? Because your mind there is on something else. But your spirit is talking to God. Are you here? Let me help the few young mothers I have here with children. Most of the time at a certain stage, you don't have time to pray. These young people, they don't understand anything. That's one of the ways to keep praying. You just keep on praying. 
I realized that some of my most prayerful years were when my children were small. You have to sit down. You are in milk van. This baby will be here. here. Ah, just pray in tongues. By the time you are where you realize that you have prayed six hours in the day. Every time you sit down to hang this baby there, your mind is unfruitful. to pray. Hey! Are you there? So from today, never tell me again that you don't have time to pray. We have different types of prayer, different kinds, different times. But at least this one you can do. Every time, all the time, anywhere, anytime. And since you are talking to God, nobody needs to hear you. Yeah. By the grace of God, I've had jobs that have made me travel miles. And at a point, the traveling was becoming a yoke until I discovered what I'm saying to you. And as we are there, the driver will now put on Shatawali. Okay, Shatawali wasn't there at the time. Whoever was there. And remember that we are driving for hours. And I realized that when I would tell them that, listen, this is your music, I don't like it. The man is driving for a long time. He gets tired and bored. He needs something. I found my earphones, put them inside there, created my own atmosphere. And as he's playing his music, I'm also sitting there. Shakabu, By the time I arrive where I'm going, we have been, I've been praying 10 hours. Oh, yeah, the journey is 10 hours. Yeah. It's just that. It's just that. And many times you rescue yourself from so many things. One time, at the time we're living in Tamale, I came with a car full of ladies. We were about eight or nine. We sat in one car and there was a gentleman who drove us. And we came to a beautiful program here in Kumase with Bishop Dag's wife. Our first lady, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward Mills. I pray one day she will visit us here. Amen. And we had a beautiful program. We really enjoyed the program. We were here for three days. By the end of the three days, even sleeping crowd, we hadn't slept much. Because you know, ladies, after the meeting, we are now going to flow. Are you there? What is the flow? We are now coming to eat and chat. When we finish chatting, when we go into our room, then those in the room, we are now coming to chat, are chatting that, hey! So by the end of the three days, Charlie, Sunday after the last service, we said, okay, let us head back to Tamale. I was looking forward to sitting in the car, adjusting it, and falling asleep. But as I sat in the car to sleep, suddenly the habit of prayer took over. So I said, okay, maybe I'm just praying for a few minutes for the journey. I tried to stop. But ah, the stopping wasn't stopping. So if you are stopping, it's not stopping. What will you do? So after a while, I was not awake. I said, ah, there must be a reason why in this tired state, sleep is not coming and the feeling to pray is coming. My mind is unfruitful. I don't know what I'm praying about. Suddenly, we were still hours from Tamale. And we were coming down a slope. In those days, we had not had the almighty revelation about the speed of your car. So the car was traveling at 120 kilometers an hour or more. And as you come down the slope, you actually gain speed. And suddenly, we heard boom. Everybody else in the car was asleep. Even when we heard the boom, we were not worried. Then I suddenly noticed that people were running left and right. It was our tire that had come off. Yeah. On the slope. 120 kilometers an hour. Well, 
the car managed to stop and people helped us look for the nuts and bolts, went to call, whatever it is, we spent some two, three hours there. They put us together so that we could continue our journey on the way. The driver of the car was actually my official driver. And he was a Muslim. The guy was silent. Didn't say anything from when the issue happened. Until we dropped everybody and we entered our house. Then the man turned to me and he said, Madam, car, 120, 130 kilometers. Tire off. Car doesn't turn upside down. I've not seen some before. And suddenly I knew what the prayer had done for us. Oh, if you are clapping to the Lord, clap like a Christian. Hallelujah. And so I'm sharing with you that you need to speak those mysteries to God. Now, the next verse says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifies himself. We don't use that word edify so much anymore. But it's an English word that you can look up in the dictionary. And <laughs> Are you there? When you look at it, it tells you to edify means to benefit. So it means when you pray in tongues, you are benefiting yourself. It also says to uplift. To uplift. Ask your neighbor, are you one of those who is often morose? Sometimes you are not even a morose person, but things can happen that make you like that. Are you getting me? Suddenly things are not working well. As you pray in tongues, you lift yourself up. Yeah. To edify. It also means to strengthen in a spiritual way. Those of you who are struggling with pornography, struggling with masturbation, allow us to talk about it. What's your problem? Hey. Hey, you no, know, I just heard somebody say, Why are you saying these things in church? Ah. But the people who have the problem, they're also in church. And by the way, you cry who is saying it, you have the problem, Sam. One of the things that will help you greatly is just this praying in tongues. Because we don't drown people in hot water. We drown them in cold water. And those sins are some of the sins which often you will go for deliverance and some of you have already seen that as you go for the deliverance and come. Mm-hmm. Some of you have noticed that even after a time of fasting and praying and then you come. <laughs> the reason is because some things, no, it's not hot water we use. Are you there? It's cold water. It is cold water that can drown people. Hey, the church is very quiet. You see, if you fall into hot water, eh, sometimes the heat makes you jump right out again. <laughs> But cold water, you'll be there, relaxing. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. All of a sudden, you are drowned. And that's how those sins are. The masturbation. The... So by all means, come for prayer. Let hands be lifted on you. Let put on you. Let oil, whatever. But when you finish, drown. Drown it. One of the ways of drowning it is that praying in tongues. That praying in tongues. Hey! My time is finishing. <laughs> Push your neighbor and say, Neighbor, we have to pray in tongues. We have to pray in tongues. Yeah. 
And that's why we will have a session where we will pray for people who need to receive the Holy Spirit who comes with that evidence of tongues. And some of you have been prayed for before and it has not, you, have not, you are not speaking in tongues. Never let go the desire and never say it is not coming. No, no, no. It's coming. Just as some people instant, some other people too. It takes a while. But if you desire, he will come. Are you in the church? Yeah. So have a daily time where you speak to God. Have a daily quiet time. Time will not permit me to go into all of that, but I believe we will do so soon. So teach some of you how to have a daily quiet time. A daily quiet time is not just standing there to shout at God. What kind of relationship am I going to have? Kaba! Kaba! You see, many of the shoutings and things that we do are just to help us to keep praying. But as I'm standing there shouting at him, I'm not giving him an opportunity to speak to me. Oh, you're not getting me. If he was trying to direct me to look inside the word for the answer, I'm not looking. I'm just, Kaba! Usually our eyes are closed too. Kaba! I beg of you, never leave this place with the impression that I'm saying that we don't pray like that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying in your quiet time, there are different types of prayers for different kinds of, there are different kinds of gatherings. Are you there? There are different kinds of gatherings. So, in this gathering, there's this young man and this young lady. We are here in the gathering. There will be another kind of meeting. That is smaller. And they are in that gathering. It's a different kind of meeting. But there are also places that only they are there with me. Others can't come there. Different kind of meeting. So your time with God is like that time that I'll call them into my bedroom and say, Hey, here I come. And then we are talking about something. If you come at that time, we'll all leave the bedroom and come to where you are. You can't come. Uh, you're coming to my bedroom to do what? Hey. <laughs> Because of what? I hope you're understanding what I'm saying. So we have times together as a church, we pray. Times as different groups in the church, we pray. The choir, Basanta, you pray. Center, you pray. But there must also be a time, just you and God, every day, one-on-one, because there is no close relationship in which the people are only in public. Hey, you are going to marry somebody and you never have time to stroll alone, then you are two strangers marrying. Because who we are as we sit here is not who we are when we are strolling, walking around. I hope you are understanding what I'm saying. And so that time that you are going to have with God, your daily quiet time is your personal time personal to develop that relationship between you and God a personal relationship in the inner room in the inner chambers shared by nobody just you and him a daily quiet time so many of you if you had a daily quiet time many things that are a problem to you will not be a problem you will discuss with him many issues as we are here some people you have not paid your school fees things have not worked well it's difficult all you have done is worry about it. 
But I think if you had been talking to him about it, by now he would have shown you a scripture. He would have shown you something to stand on. Hey, the church is very quiet though. Yeah. Recently, I was talking to God. You see, we are building. This building that we are building, it is by grace, favor, and what? Faith. So, when we did the portion of the slab you are sitting on, I knew that that's as far as the money we had would go. I also know that I knew that if there was a wall here, so I said, okay, let's put the slab there. The wall, we cannot remove it now. Because if we remove the wall, we don't have what we need to continue. Then, somebody advised me that if we don't remove the wall, people won't, it won't work. So we brought down the wall. When we brought down the wall, I said, hey, then we have to quickly continue. Some of you will discover in a month or so that we are continuing. But at that time, the day was not there. Tell your neighbor, the day was not there. <laughs> and I knew that it was faith. It, those of you sitting on the slab, you should respect the slab you are sitting on. Oh. It may not look nice, but you are sitting on 140,000 Ghana cities. That's what you are sitting on. Yeah, because we had to build it all the way from downstairs there up. Are you here? And I knew that, hey Lord, where well, I need a little breather to look for some more faith. I was very disturbed. Until one day, in my quiet time, Second Samuel chapter 22, go down to verse 29. Second Samuel 22, verse 29. In fact, that day, my quiet time reading stopped at verse 27. But since I was talking alone with God, you know when you say something said, that's the Holy Spirit. Keep reading, keep reading. So I kept reading. And suddenly I saw two verses. Second Samuel 22 and verse 29. For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. What is your darkness? I don't know the way out. I don't know how this feast will be paid. So my darkness was the Lord. I don't know how we will continue. I don't know where we are going from here. Are you there? Then verse 30. With the... What? Hey. For by thee, for by you, I have run through a troop. What is a troop? An army. Lord, by you, an army is standing there. I've run right through it. By my God, I have leaped over a wall. Who is the troop? The army of things confronting you that are not allowing you to do what you want to do. What is the wall? The difficulty, the thing you can't see. Suddenly my spirit came alive. Are you with me? This, 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 this verse stayed with me the whole day. At night, I was somewhere we were having some meetings. When I came back, ready to sleep, the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me sleep. He said, do you remember the scripture? Do you remember the scripture? So I took out my phone, because where I was, that's all I had. And I opened the scriptures again. And I read, For thou art my lamp, O Lord. Are you here? What's your lamp? Something that gives light. Lord, you will show me what to do. The Lord will lighten my darkness. Somebody here this morning, this is the scripture that you need. That thing that's not clear, that you're not seeing your way forward. He's telling you this morning that I, the Lord, I will lighten your darkness. I will bring the light for you to see. 
for by thee I have run through a troop. Can you imagine angels stand, uh, an army standing somewhere against you and because of your God, you are able to just start from somewhere and run right through them as they are standing looking at you. They are armed. They couldn't remove any gun. Couldn't take any catapult. They couldn't even stretch the leg like that for you too. Because of your God. And then he said, by my God, have I leaped over a wall. Because that night I was on my phone. The Lord had woken up somebody who is halfway across the world from where I live. And it seemed to her I was on my phone. Do you understand? Because I had opened the scripture. And the person sent me a text and said, Mommy, I have just woken up. You see, some of you are intercessors. You don't know. One of the signs of the call of God to pray on your life is this thing of just waking up in the night for no reason. Yeah. So she had woken up for no reason. And the Holy Ghost had given her my name. And she sent a text to me. And she said, what is going on? I said, I don't know. But I'm also lying here. And this is my situation. And this is the scripture God has given me. And she said, I'm joining you where I am. And we are praying. 7.30 a.m. the following day. I get a message. In that message, somebody had made a donation. The largest one me I've seen with my eye before. Yeah. Yeah. That this is how I'm going to continue. Hallelujah. Does it mean that everything has come? No, no, no. But it's the next step. Are we not going step by step? You to your feet, you don't know how you pay all. But you have had the first one that has allowed you to enter. The next one is coming. It will give you accommodation. Then another one will come. What you eat, what you wear. You need it over your grades. This your professor is not working. Oh. There, there, there. Please, if your neighbor is looking, I don't know what it is. Please explain to them. <laughs> there, there, there is results. D E D E D E. Your average is what? 40, 42. Hey, by now you are on probation. You need the scripture. You need the scripture. Darkness is about to fall on you. But he's saying to you that if you take me as the lamp, I'll show you your way out. But you know, you need to spend some quiet time with him. And the truth is, he will even give you your own scripture. You see, your own scriptures, it talks to you. Some of you are looking at the scripture, you're like, eh. Ah. Mm. But because it was my scripture, it gave me light. Are you getting it? So as you give him that quiet time, suddenly light for you in your own situation. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. So, you are praying. You are praying and you are praying in the Holy Spirit. The second thing, I want to give you a second thing. Are you learning? Is something changing in your life? Are you understanding something? Because we are looking at Daniel, this man prayed. Amen. You see, and that is why, let me just say one thing. We live in an era and in an area where people are always looking for a there, looking for this and that. It's because they don't want to pray. There are times in your lives when you will need people to pray with you and help you. But if that is your standard, if that is what you do all the time, then I want to suggest to you that you are shortchanging yourself. Do you understand when I say shortchange? You are cheating yourself. Because you are now depending on a human being when you could have spoken to God. Hallelujah. 
One of the things I try to do for those in my church is that I pray for you. I pray for you. Oh yeah, I pray for you. Some, I have a long list. My list is now reaching almost 400 people. These are just people who have entered in the past two weeks. And I mentioned, Paul said, I make mention of you before God. But you cannot say that because of God. Because of that, you won't pray for yourself. Hey, I'm only making mention of. By the way, those who are continuing to, they have come. <laughs> so after today, my list is going to reach about 800. That's why when we send you the form and we give you the form and say, write your name, phone number, you think it's because we just want to collect information. Hey, that's what I used to pray. Yeah, if you like, come and see. Uh, that's why I have a good phone. I can show you my phone. Uh, when I'm praying and I'm holding my phone, please, I'm not chatting with you. I have it open. My thing is there. I'm praying for Mavis. I'm praying for Andrew. I'm not, I'm lifting. Sometimes I only have time to lift you up before God. And you want to depend on that, that that is the only prayer you'll do. Oh, Sunny Amobo. <laughs> sometimes the Lord will say, pause on this one and pray. But sometimes He doesn't say anything. So I just make mention, 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 and I'm going. And then he said, that's all the prayer that you will do. Oh. To make it even worse, you are now going where you are going to pay money for the prayer. You have already, it's, it's over. It's already over. It's already, because the money has even contaminated what is going on. Hey. Let me push on to the last point I have here. The second thing we are to follow today, we're talking about, you see, it's his spiritual life, if you like. Not only his prayer life, his spiritual life. So the other thing I want you to follow about Daniel is the art of being spiritual through no pleasant bread fasting. No. <laughs> no pleasant bread fasting. And I'm reading the scripture for you. Daniel chapter 10, reading from verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. He was so worried for three weeks, things were not okay. What did he do in this time of mourning? Sometimes the Bible calls the time of fasting mourning. Sometimes he calls it a time of affliction. He said, I ate no pleasant bread. Neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth. Neither did I anoint myself at all till three whole weeks were fulfilled. Let me give it to you in the Bible in basic English. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three whole weeks. I ate no pleasant or desirable food, nor did any meat or wine come into my mouth, and I did not anoint myself at all for the three full weeks. Fasting, it is a spiritual exercise. Are you here? Unfortunately, many of us have reduced fasting to something that we do once a year. It's like the year has crossed carpet. So for three weeks, we'll fast and pray. After that, Lord, I'll finish for the year. The reason why it's like that is because many times when we do those periods of fasting, it's a certain type of fast and sometimes we even have to take time off. Are you there? This generation, I don't know the kind of fasting you are doing anyway. But if you are going to do sparrow fast Monday to Friday, three weeks, you can't do it more than once or twice in a year. In fact, the second time in the year, you decide that you are not well. (laughs) 
because of the way it is. And yet, fasting is something that helps you spiritually. So how do you continue fasting? You do it by living a fasted life. And this is what Daniel teaches us. He didn't say he didn't eat at all. He said that things I like, I didn't eat. I ate no pleasant bread. Are you there? Instead of wine, water. There are some of you here, the worst food you know is gobe. If it's left with you, you won't eat gobe. So you can decide that uh, for the next week, this whole week, it's only gobe. So not that I've not eaten. I've eaten, but I don't like what I'm eating. Now, why is this important? Hello? Why is it important? It's important because if I let me read two scriptures and then I'll tell you. Let's go to Romans chapter 8 and verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. That's Romans 8, 6. Galatians 5, 16 and 17. But I say, go on in the spirit and you will not come under the rule of the evil desires of the flesh. For the flesh has desires against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Because these are opposite the one to the other so that you may not do the things which you have a mind to do. As you are here, you are a spirit and you are soul and body. There's a spiritual part of you and there is a fleshly carnal part of you. And these two things are at war. Are you here? That's why it's very, very rare for you to say, when we come and stand and we say, let us fast. Some people will say, hooray, they are lying. Oh. Hmm, the church is very quiet. They're like, oh, I love fasting. Listen, they are just encouraging themselves. <laughs> but there's a part of them that likes it. That's the spirit. That inner person, the thing that when he goes home, they say you have died. That part, it likes the fast. But your flesh doesn't like the fast. Are you here? And the Bible says that the things that are against your flesh benefit your spirit. Uh-huh. The things that are against your spirit benefit your flesh. So those of you who own never, you never come to any prayer meeting. It's your carnal things that are working. You can come and give me excuses, but you and I know the truth. Your carnal things are working. Please turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Prince, what are you saying? Yeah, you don't like it. You don't like it. That's the reality. And so, in order to try to live a fasted life, apart from the times when you just say, I won't eat, you also live a life of, I'll deny myself some things that give me pleasure. Just so, because as you have denied your flesh, your spirit has benefited. Are you understanding it? You have to go to class. You see, if you are going to do a 40-day fast without any, anything, eh? only water, the truth is that after one and a half weeks, you stop going to class. It's true. You wake up to go to class and you fall asleep again. Right there. You can't go. But you, are, you must go to class. You are in school. But you are saying, but I want to also be spiritual. Then if that is the case, in those times when you cannot do the other one, you can do this one. No pleasant bread fast. No pleasant bread fast. Some of you as you are looking at me, what you hate in your life is fish. <laughs> you are a meat chewer. Please push your neighbor. Are you a meat chewer? 
<laughs> if you are a meat chewer, then it's a type of fast to say that in these three weeks, no meat. Look, those of us who like meat, eh, when they remove the meat, we don't even feel like eating. Oh, is it true or is it not true? Yeah. So even the quantity of food that you eat will reduce against your flesh, but your spirit is benefiting. And so this man, Daniel, was somebody with a busy life. He was a, he was a prime minister. He had to be there. He had to do things. So he couldn't always take away so much time. But in addition to the time that he would have 100% fasting, now he adds pleasant bread. No pleasant bread. Fast. It's also a fast. And if you will receive the wisdom of this, you will discover this is the fast that will keep you able to fast throughout your life. Because sometimes there are genuine reasons why people cannot fast. I have had people say, Mommy, I cannot fast. I have an ulcer. When you have ulcer, you cannot go without food. If you go without food, all of us will repent here. So you do no pleasant bread. Uh-huh. So I'm eating something, but I'm eating something I don't really like. Please ask your neighbor to tell you one thing they don't like. What do they not like? Oh, one food you don't like. One food you don't like. Are they telling you something? One food you don't like. I know somebody. The food he doesn't like is Banku. Somebody. Hey! I've threatened him. Hey! He doesn't like Banku. I've threatened him. I've standing. The guy said, This is how it. Hey! So, I think, uh, Elder Kofi, your, your, your ple- no pleasant breakfast there is guaranteed. Banku from three weeks of Banku. <laughs> I threatened, ah, but David is not true. Threatened him. Uh, <laughs> he says what? Banku is not in heaven. He will eat it. No pleasant breakfast. <laughs> no, but are you understanding? And because you don't like it, that alone will limit. Yeah, you just limit, limit it. But it helps you to continue. Somebody I know says that he did the thing he hates in life is bread. That guy, he will eat bread only for three weeks <laughs> you can be sure that by the time he's done <laughs> but are you understanding now what I'm trying to share with you there are some people too you are saying I like everything <laughs> I think for those people we should find some what see don't have just tea, yeah. Just tea. Just tea, no biscuit. As for, as for Seto, I know what to do. If I give him, Elder says, if I give him tea with biscuits, that's all. Tea with biscuits. He can't. He would eat it once. And that's all. Then when he's weak, he'll fall. Oh, but it's not true. Yeah. So there's something you don't like. No, find what it is now. And pleas- that's why it's called what? No pleasant bread fast. Some women are breastfeeding. Their the child is not fasting, please. If they do the fast, 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 no, the milk will go down. Then the child begins to suffer. No problem. Please, do the ice kinky. Breakfast, lunch, as I said, they can do it heavy one. They, you see, you can't eat the same thing all the time. It will of necessity go down. So you control what you are eating. 
and your body is under control. But the milk is still... Yeah. I hope you are understanding what I'm saying. Are you getting the plan? Some people who are here, there are some soups you don't like. <laughs> Generally, you like soup, but some particular soups. I know some people, granola soup, they will never... Please, that's your unpleasant bread. <laughs> Rice with granola soup. Some people, palm nut soup, they cannot stand it. <laughs> Somebody is looking at me and says that it's nice. Palm nut soup, I started to quarrel with it because as a child, it didn't work. Ah, what kind of one soup you are coming to do? And do you know the worst part of the palm nut soup? When you are finished making the soup, it never finishes. What soup is this? You have served it this meal, some still day. You serve it again, some still day. You come another day, some still day. So as a child, ah, why, 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 why? We have suffered to make you, now that you have come to, you will not leave. Hey! But a lot of mothers like it. Shall it solve the problem for? So maybe you too, that's your not pleasant bread. It does, you see, to somebody, is their delicacy. That's why we'll never stand here and decide what it should be. Uh-huh. But you, if you are a serious person, you decide. Me, palm soup, I can drink a bowl of it, but when I'm done, I don't need it for the next, for the rest of the year. The once was okay. So for me, that's unpleasant bread. Huh. Then I have to come and look at it and eat it with what? No, 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 no. Some people, Gary, you don't like Gary? Unpleasant bread. <laughs> Some people too, that's their delicacy. Hey! Uh-huh. But for you, it's unpleasant bread. Yeah. Hallelujah. I ate no pleasant bread. Neither came flesh. I just said no meat. No beef. No, no, no goat meat. Hey! Immediately after this week, we are going to be entering into a time of spiritual exercises. Please turn to your neighbor and say, prepare, prepare. School has started, there's a lot of walking up and down, and so the fast will be a no pleasant bread fast. That's why I'm asking you to start thinking already what your no pleasant bread is. But this is what he did. And we can see the man was a major person. Hallelujah. Daniel lived to survive under three parties. He was the, the vice president for NDC, vice president for MPP, and vice president for CPP. Is it likely? Never. But he, he served under three kings. Yes. He successfully served in high quarters for three kings. He's somebody to follow and he's somebody to imitate, to, 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 to copy. And when the time comes, I'm expecting you to know what you to do. Put your hands together for the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. This afternoon, I want us to pray a little bit. And I want you to pray for yourself. Amen. Some of us, our life with God is not good. Our Christian life is not good. Or it's okay, but it could be stronger. We're not serious about the things of God. Or we don't like praying. Or we hate fasting. We just don't like God. 
or not that we don't like, but it just doesn't happen. Right now, pray about your quiet time. Some of you, you are like me. It has been a never-ending struggle, but you're going to come through. And you want to say, Lord, I want to, I want to start, I want to try again to have a time every day that I spend with you, to read your word every day, and Lord, to have a fasted life. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. As we want to be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Talk frankly to God this morning. If you don't like praying, tell him that, Lord, I don't like, but I know I must, and so help me. Let the Holy Spirit help me to like to pray, to love prayer. at this time just lift it up before the Lord one more time say Lord you know my case I've talked to you about it Lord Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, in 
Let our spiritual temperature increase, O oh God. Let our spiritual temperatures go up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh, lift up your voice and pray in tongues. Lift up your voice and pray in tongues. Lift up your voice and pray in tongues. Hallelujah. You are here this afternoon and you cannot pray in tongues. You are not sure that you've received the Holy Spirit or you have even prayed to receive the Holy Spirit. But you are not speaking in tongues. But there's a desire in your heart. I want you to come out from where you are quickly and just come and stand here for five minutes. Just come quickly. Just come quickly. The pastors will lay hands on you and you begin to speak in tongues. Step out of where you are. God bless you. Don't think about your friend. That's why we don't know shyness here. Just come. Some people are going to help you. You need to speak in tongues to help your prayer life. Pastors, can you just come? DMMDs, you also just come and stand up here. You're going to lay hands. You're going to lay hands. Please come. Pastors, you, you, are, you are in the wrong place. Just come in front. Come up on the steps so people can get space. Yes. Yes. Just step out of where you are. Step out of where you are. Step out of where you are. A pastor will lay hands on you. And as they lay hands on you, the Bible says, Hold on for me, Daddy. Uh, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit gives you utterance. So he, he is not going to talk for you. You will start to talk and the words will come forth. Elder Dani, I think I need you praying for people here. So just lift up your voice and begin to pray. The same with you, Elder Kofi. All DMMDs, you know yourselves. Just come. And as people begin to speak in tongues, then you just let them go and pray for somebody else. If you're standing in the house, it means you know how to pray in tongues. Begin to pray in tongues. Just continue. Pray for yourself. Lift up prayer. Oh yes, the Bible says that the apostles laid hands on them. And as they laid hands upon them, they began to speak in other tongues. Touch this one, oh God. Touch this one. Fill his belly. Begin to speak. Begin to speak in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. If you are standing here in the front, open your mouth and begin to pray. He will give you utterance. It may sound like the same word over and over and over, but that is the beginning. That is it. Like a new language that is coming forth. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, let it flow. Yakabra Sandala Mama, Mikandala Brasandala Mama, Indele Bebe, 
Randa la brasanda la mamá. Chique mando la brasenda le bebé. Riba sonde le bebé anda. Rima sanda la baba. Kenda la brasanda la mamá. Ronde le bebé. Chica sanda la baba. Ronde le brasanda. Let it flow. Just keep on praying. Just keep on praying. Just keep on praying. Just keep on praying. If you are standing in the congregation, it is not time looking around. In just a few minutes, just an interlude of prayer. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Shandala mason de lebebe. Rika brasandala mama. Indelebebe. 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 Shababa. Rima son de lebebe. Kindala brasandala mama. Rindelebebe. Raka son de lebebe. If you have started to pray in tongues, just step back so others can receive also. You can step back to your seat. If you have started to pray in tongues, step back to your seat so that others can come, others can receive, others can be prayed for. If you have been prayed for, just step back. Just step back, just step back and let somebody else be prayed for as well. If you are prayed for somebody, let them go back to their seats so that others can be prayed for. Come and pray for somebody. Come and pray. Come and help us. Come and help us to pray for some people. Blessing, help. Dr. Mary, come out of where you are. Help us to pray. Check if there are others who have not been prayed for. Just help them. Help them. Just look for somebody who has not been prayed for. Just check. Has everybody that been prayed for? Anybody who has not been prayed for, go and pray for them. George, find somebody, pray for them. That the Holy Ghost, just check that everybody has been prayed for. I need some of you to check down here. Oh yes, Lord. Has everybody here been prayed for? If you have been prayed for, please go back to your seat. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for those who have begun to speak in the spirit. That's it. It's flowing. It should just continue. As you head back to your seat, continue to pray in tongues. If you are not speaking in tongues yet, never fear. Next week we will continue and we will pray for you again. God bless you. Put your hands together. As every head is bowed this afternoon and every eye is closed, there are also some of you who have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But you know you want to receive him. You want to be safe. You want to be sure that your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You are not sure, but this afternoon, please don't leave this place without giving your life to Christ. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand and we'll pray together. You're just not sure. God bless you. Thank you for your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Please, step out of where you are. Just come to me right here. Just come. Just come. Just come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just come. Just come. Step out of where you are and come. It's a new day in your life. 
Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Mandala brasanda la ba 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 bandala ba ba. Reka brasanda la ma. Come, come. Jesus is calling you. She brasende le be be. Oh Jesus. You are there. Your heart is beating. It's a sign. He's calling you. All is not well. Come. Come and receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So expensive for him, but free for you. Step out of where you are and come. As she's singing one more time, it's just to wait for you. You are standing and your heart is beating. Jesus is calling you. Jesus is calling you. Revelation 3.20 Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Jesus is standing at the door of your heart. And he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking, he's knocking. That's you, he's calling. Just come. Just come. Just come. this way. Let him have his way. I'm bargaining for somebody's life. I'm trying to continue but I keep on feeling something, something stopping me. Because you are here. Your heart this is not your first time you came here. That you've been here. Your heart is beating. Just take courage and come. Just come. He knows your name. He knows who you are. He knows where you are. He knows what you are thinking. Maybe you're saying other people will look at me. But other people didn't die for you. He did. And he's risen again and in heaven. And he's calling you today. If only you will answer. If only you will answer. You are just one prayer away from salvation. One prayer away from salvation. Those of you in front this afternoon, you want to pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sin. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I pray that my life will be changed forever. Please receive me, Lord, into your house in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for each one standing here. I pray, Lord, that you watch over them. I pray that you keep them happy. Let them not backslide, O oh God. Lift them up. Drown over them, Lord, what must be drowned out of their life. Rescue them from hell. Rescue them from those who will have their life. Keep them in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce. We believe you have had an encounter that will change your life. Keep listening to messages by Lady Reverend Dr. Joy Bruce of the First Love Church Ediasi. For more information, live video messages and updates, please visit our Facebook page, Dr. Joy Bruce. God bless you.